Hello, beloved in the Lord. Welcome again to another episode, Daily Devotion, Time with Jesus. We've been blessed so much this weekend. In spite of everything that the whole world is seeing, especially in America, we are seeing. In the midst of the confusion, the midst of the disturbance and the riot and uproar, God is still God. So this night, we are here again in the presence of God to go through the word he has given the perfect law of God, which is capable of saving our souls. This is all that we need and have, especially in this end times and last days, the perfect law of the Lord. So tonight's episode is entitled, A Call to Prayer. A Call to Prayer. We live in a time that is so dangerous and uncertain so much uncertainties going on around us as believers and as christians all we have to do is to pray we can never be tired of prayer we can never give up in praying we must pray and for today's episode paul the apostle is sounding a clarion call to prayer and i believe just as it was important in the days of the ephesian church to pray so it is in our time with regards to everything that is going on in our days so when we come to first timothy chapter 2 verse 1 paul writes a letter to timothy his son in the lord to ask him to do the following but before we read the text uh we'd like to go back to the preceding text or preceding chapter in 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 the context of that scripture paul was admonishing and encouraging timothy of the fact that he should rise up in prayer and the reason for asking timothy or sending him a letter is that during that period of time there was great deception and false teachings that was creeping even into the church false doctrine into the church for which reason some have departed from the faith because of this false teaching so in chapter one paul writes timothy to encourage him to stand firm and learn to do the right thing by continuing to teach the right teaching verse 12 paul expresses gratitude for god's grace and strength given to him by jesus christ in spite of his past life in spite of his past life and it comes to the 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 the, the following verses paul commands then timothy to remember the prophecies god has given him over his life and by reason of that prophecy be encouraged to stand firm to discharge his duty as a servant of god in resisting false teaching in resisting false teaching and then it comes to it comes to another important point paul gives the the key for being able to stand this false teaching and he gives two important reasons and in verse 18 to 20 paul encourages timothy that if you are going to be able to withstand this false teachings and false doctrine and not even be able to be, get to the point of falling in the trap of also 
accepting and teaching false doctrine, you must have two things, two tools, two ammunitions. And the two tools or ammunitions that Paul gives Timothy is that, Timothy, you must have faith. You must have faith. And also you must have good conscience. Those two keys will help you stand firm and be able to do the things that I've asked you to do. So it is this context or background that Paul takes us to chapter 2 of 1 Timothy, where I read 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 8. It says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and those who are in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at this proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. And a, and a true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles. Therefore, I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing. I also want the women to dress modestly with decency. So, Paul here is sounding a clarion call coming from the background of great deception, great trouble, great turmoil, false teachers, false doctrine, even infiltrating the church at that time. This was in the days of the Ephesian church, but now we can see a clear picture, a clear picture in, in our lives today. Great trouble, great deception, great confusion, false teachers and false doctrine. So Paul is offering Timothy the key to withstanding, the key to resisting this atmosphere of falsehood. And the key is in the book of First Timothy chapter 2. So for, 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 for coming from that background, here Paul is saying, I urge you first of all, in other words, I admonish you, that petitions and prayers and intercessions and thanksgiving be offered for all men coming from that background of where there's falsehood and confusion misunderstanding paul now is offering timothy the solution to the problem the solution to the problem here now is that timothy let there be petitions let there be prayers let there be intercessions let there be thanksgiving let it be offered on behalf of all men on behalf of kings, on behalf of all who are in position and authority or high responsibility, that we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life, and inwardly a peaceable one in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every way. For such praying is good. For such praying is good. So this is Paul commanding Timothy to embark on such an assignment that all people will have peace, that there will be peace in the world at that time. So this is a clarion call Paul or through the scriptures is sounding to all of us in our days today. 
the situations and the problems and the confusion and the disunity that is going on in the world demand for us to rise up as believers and offer petitions, offer prayers, offer intercessions, offer thanksgivings. So Paul now gives us four key things to do to combat, to deal with the confusion at that time or that period of time. And I believe that same key or tools apply in our lives today. If we are ever going to be able to withstand the falsehood, the confusion, the unity that is going on, the poisonous atmosphere in our time, in our homes, in our communities today, God is sounding a clarion call through the scripture, through the Holy Spirit, that it's about time we rose up to pray. It's about time we call on God through petition, through prayers, through intercession, and through thanksgiving. Now, Paul makes mention of three categories of people. First, he says, all people, kings, all who are in authority or places of high places of responsibility. High places of responsibility. Then he goes on to also give us the exact type of prayers we should pray. He said, petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving. Prayers, petitions intercessions and thanksgiving these are all different types of prayers and in petition we bring the needs of somebody or we bring the needs or something concerning another to god so as god through the scriptures is encouraging us to bring the petitions of this world everything that is going on we are aware and the only solution to this situation is rise up and send petition to God to stand up, to lift up his hands. He gives us a second word, which is prayers. Apart from petitions, Paul through the scriptures or the Holy Ghost through the scriptures are encouraging us that the solution to the problems we face in our days is that the body of Christ, you and I will rise up and offer prayers, prayers, prayer is a key. Prayers and prayers only. Rise up. The Lord is encouraging us to rise up to offer praise on, the, on behalf of all people. Communicating the need of others, the need of the world today through prayers. The next key word in the text is intercession. Intercession simply means standing in the gap. Standing in between man and God. And mind you, beloved, intercession without the Holy Ghost will be full of human labor and human labor will not send us anywhere in intercession god by his spirit strengthens us empowers us prompts us moves us gives us the grace to 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 not miss the mark intercessory prayers without the holy ghost is full of t- wasting of time intercessory prayers without the holy ghost we will miss the mark we need the Holy Ghost in our intercession. In Romans 8, 26, the Bible says sometimes we do not know how to pray as we are supposed to, but the Spirit himself helps our weaknesses and, and infirmities and helps us by interceding for us and utters words with groaning that are beyond imagination. So the place of the Holy Ghost in our intercession is very important. It is also worthy of note that intercession is quite different from petition. 
petition is when we are aware of the situation or condition or the needs of others and we bring them willingly to God. But intercession is when the Holy Ghost stirs up our heart, puts a burden on us. And when the Holy Ghost does that, we must be willing and obedient to pray. And when the Holy Ghost does that, he gives us direction. And whenever we pray, people whose lives are in danger, difficult situations begin to turn around because we have obeyed the Holy Ghost. That is the difference between the petition and intercession. The last word Paul uses that that we offer thanksgiving, which is a sign of faith. Offering thanksgiving, thanking God for what he has done, thanking God for what he's doing, thanking God for what he's yet to do. When we thank God, it's a sign of faith. When our faith rises, the situations become cleared up. When our faith rises, the difficulties and challenges begin to diminish. But the Bible says Jesus when he had received the two fish and few bread, he lifted it up and gave thanks, and he began to break it and give them out. And the bread multiplied. The power of thanksgiving in display, even in the life of Jesus. So now we see in the text, who are we supposed to offer thanksgiving prayers and petitions and intercessions for? Paul makes mention of three categories of people. For all people, for kings. For all who are in authority or places of responsibility. And he goes on to give us the reason that we should do so. And he says that it is good and right. It is good and right in the sight of God. It pleases God that we will rise up to pray for such people. Sometimes somebody will say we have nothing to do with this as a body of Christ. But I believe it has everything to do with us. If we fail to stand up. If we fail to take our place and our mandate of prayers, prayer is our mandate, petition is our mandate, intercession is our mandate, offering of thanksgiving is our mandate as a church, as a people of God, for we are a royal priesthood. And one of the responsibilities and assignment of the priest is to offer intercessions. So when we fail in offering intercessions and prayers for the world and for the leadership across board, community leadership, family leadership, societal leadership, government leadership, and all who are in authority, people of influence. Bible says all people, all people means all people. We have to take our mandates, mandate and begin to effect changes spiritually by prayer and intercession and petition why must we do that paul said that is good when we do that it's good in the sight of god number two it pleases god number three so that we might have quiet and peaceful and undisturbed atmosphere to live a godly life in other words if we fail and sit down and fold our arms and not to do anything satan will take us for a ride he will create confusion. He will create satanic, disturbed atmosphere that will not even make it conducive for us to live godly lives, peaceful lives, and undisturbed lives. Now, the last point is that so that we will have even the right environment and atmosphere conducive for preaching the gospel. For the scripture says, the Lord desires that all men will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So, beloved, this is a clarion call that the Lord is sounding even in these times of confusion, that we will offer prayers, we will offer petition, 
thanksgiving and intercession unto God on behalf of all people, on behalf of kings, on behalf of all that are in place of responsibility and authority. I came to encourage you. I came to stir you up. I came to tell you, rise up, church, beloved, man of God, people of God, child of God, rise up in thy strength, rise up in the power of God, rise up and offer prayers, especially with the times that we live in. It's only prayers. There's no cause to fear. All we have to do is to pray, pray to the living God, and he will surely give us that quiet and peaceable life that we might do his will and live in all godliness and life of peacefulness in jesus mighty name why don't you pray with me wherever you are if you don't know the lord jesus i pray that you will accept him come to jesus accept him open up your heart says come all you that are heavy laden and are burdened, and i will give you rest come to jesus give your life to jesus and the lord will have a place of rest a place of peace for you the small room at the cross of jesus come to jesus somebody if you are if you have if you are somebody whose life is in trouble if you are somebody whose whose christian life is not as you want it to go the lord jesus is still available he's he's ready to welcome you and strengthen you if you call on him so i pray that the lord blesses you with this short exhortation before we end this exhortation and episode, I would like us to pray. Lord, we pray for kings. We pray for all people. I pray for the listener that you will strengthen him. Father, any form of confusion and disturbance in their lives be broken and destroyed. Give them peace. That's a pastor understanding. Deliver them from the trap of evil. We pray for the church in Jesus' mighty name. Take away deception in the name of Jesus. We pray for the church. Give us the strength to pray. Give us the strength to intercede. We pray for government leadership. We pray for people of influence. Father, lead them. Influence them by your spirit. Father, we also pray for the right and conducive, peaceful, undisturbed atmosphere. For life of godliness and peacefulness and holiness. We pray for our presidents the presidents of the nations father influence them lead them grant them wisdom be with them in the name of jesus even in their decisions in their planning oh god father may you help them we thank you in jesus mighty name glory to god hallelujah glory to the lord for how far he has brought us may you be blessed as you listen to this short exhortation may you be encouraged never to take your prayer life for granted rise up pray the key to learning how to pray is to pray no book can teach you how to pray the key is jesus and prayer so god bless you for listening to this short exhortation daily devotion time with jesus may the lord bless you may the lord be with you i hope to see you another time for another episode god bless you in jesus mighty name have a fruitful week amen